Good morning or good afternoon or good evening or good night and welcome to Masala Murka podcast hosted by Rahul Patel yours truly this is the episode 2 and i have to tell you guys that i'm pleasantly surprised that i had listeners in two digits uh, i'm not going to tell if it's 10 or if it's 99 but it's definitely two digits and i'm pleasantly surprised and i'm happy for your support So for the second episode I was actually unsure as to what my topic should be and one of the reviews that I had for the first podcast was they didn't know much about me they just know that I am from India so I thought I'll introduce a little bit about myself like I said I am Rahul Patel which is a fake name if you have listened to the first podcast you will know why I live in the northwest region of the United States near Seattle When I first came to United States, I came to Houston, spent a couple of months there, and then subsequently moved to Kansas City for my job, and I stayed there for close to ten years. And then, for a new job opportunity, I am in the Seattle area. So shout out to all of my Kansas City peeps. Let's go Chiefs! I'm a huge American football fan, and in the next episode or the one after that, I might be talking about American football and why I love it so much. So for this. episode i thought i was contemplating between a lot of topics but i thought i would dive into a uh, a fact about few things that actually happened to your boy and then from there i was going to talk to you about the topic that i was going to go in so go back like 10 years with me i first came to the united states i was in houston and i was there for a few months like i said and then i went to kansas city for a job and I'm going to bring up a very very good comparison okay with camels. So camels as you guys know can stay without drinking water for like 6 months and they uh, store water in their humps and they're really good when it comes to like not drinking water. I compare myself to a camel and uh, a good chunk of like Indian dudes and Indian guys to camels because we can go really long times without saying uh, how do i put this not doing the deed <laughs> so as an adult speaking so it's basically saying indian guys are like camels they can go long periods of time without having sex okay there i said it so reason why i bring this up is this takes me to a very good series of events that happened with me back in 2014 okay so i was in kansas city a couple of my friends were in miami they are like or miami as how my grandma calls it so they called me up and they're like bro why don't you just come down to miami you know maybe you'll have better luck here i'm not saying that i was unlucky for the two years that i was here i'm just saying that things have been bright like you know like the sahara so i'm like okay maybe people in kansas city or the girls in kansas city are not interested in nesquik or adding bone vita or boost to their milk you know these are all like jokes for like brown people so <laughs> anyways i thought they might not be interested in some chocolate milk so my friends are like oh why don't you come down to miami we have a lot of mixed population here you might have better luck you might you might get laid or you know you might have some fun so i'm like hey man never say no to miami it's a nice town i thought i'll go there have some fun with my friends so i just book my flight and i go there i think this was in again 2014 go down there 
and my friends they pick me up that's one thing about indians man they come pick you up wherever you are that's that's like a customary thing even if you don't know them your parents will make you go pick people random people up from airport because they're like oh so and so's son's coming so and so's daughter is coming you have to go pick them up you they don't know anything in the city i'm like okay so anyways my friends came to pick me up i knew them back from back home so they take me to their place. This is a very common living situation for a lot of immigrants, right? I think all of my uh, co-immigrant people will understand. I go to this house, there are like six people in there. It's a three bedroom house, but there's six people, two, two people in like each bedroom. So I'm like, okay, where am I gonna sleep? They're like, oh, you can sleep with us, a third guy. Okay, there I am on the floor. I'm like thinking to myself, why the fuck did I leave my apartment in Kansas City to come and sleep on the floor? But I'm like, hey, it's been a while. Things are dry, like I said, Sahara dry or uh, Thar Desert dry. So anyways, okay, fine. I'm like, fuck it. Gotta do these things just to make these things happen. Then again, it's going in, a, you know, things are going in the back of my head. I'm like, even if I were to get lucky, can I, I cannot bring a girl back to this place with three people in the same bedroom and six other people in the fucking house. Anyways, that's, that's for a later time. So I'm like, okay, fine. Let's get, get ready. We go to this club called Mangos. If people are from Miami, if anybody is listening out there in Miami, they know what the fuck this place is. Mangos is on like South Beach. It is supposed to be very, very famous. I, I think it is. And when I went there, it was like Friday night. We got it somehow. It was fucking packed. When an Indian guy is saying it's packed, it is fucking packed. I mean, Cheek to cheek, I'm not even talking about actual cheeks, I'm talking about ass cheeks. Cheek to cheek, wall to wall, people just clamoring and so fucking busy, right? It took me 20 minutes to get a drink and I was sweating by the time I got the drink and then it was just horrible and there were like 90 guys to like 10 women and all the 10 women were surrounded by like these guys and all the women over there they had the fucking choice, man. They could just, you know, you know, dance, move around, move their eyes around. They could be like, okay, I can take that guy. I can take him if I want to. And then she could be like, no, not happening. Not even a million years. One look at me. Then I'm like, fuck, man, this is not the situation I want to be in. When you have so much fucking choice, I am the last person. It's like, you know, a multiple choice question. I don't like the, my words in, when it's a multiple choice question because I always get picked. Second to last, I don't want to like, you know, uh, self-deprecate myself too much. But anyways, I'm like, oh, oh, this is not good. So I go for a second drink. So while I'm getting the second drink, I turn around with my drink and then a lady bumps into me, my drink. I drop most of my drink on the floor and I'm fucking pissed. I'm like, this is a $40 drink. And then I turn around and I'm like, oh no, why the fuck did you spill my drink? I was like, kind of pissed because, you know, it's an expensive drink. And the lady was so nice. She said, I'm so sorry, this shouldn't have happened, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then we got to talking. Then I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. A person is actually talking to me and it's a girl. And uh, oh my God, these things are happening. And I'm like, thank you, fucking mangoes. Again, guys, things... I shouldn't be excited for somebody talking to me, but again, like I said, in a non-work situation, in a club, as crowded as it is, I'll take it. So then we started talking, she's from Denver, so then I tell her that I'm from Hyderabad, and she's like, what? Then I'm like, I'm from Hyderabad, it's a city in India, and then she's like, what? 
Then I'm like, what the fuck, man? Is she like deaf? Then I realize that the club is fucking loud so she can't hear me. So she leans in. Then I'm like, again, guys, Sahara Dry. She leans in. She whispers in my ear. Uh, I'm from Denver. Then I'm like, I also whisper. I am from Hyderabad. So we're like, hey, you know, we're hitting it off. We're talking. You know what, guys? While I'm telling this story, I'm thinking when my wife or my fiance hears this story, she's going to be fucking pissed. But anyway, she knows this story. I don't know if she'll be happy that I'm sharing it with you guys. See the things I do for you guys. Anyways, going back to the story. So she's like, oh, we're talking. She's from Denver. I am from Hyderabad. We're dancing. So anyways, I finished my drink. And then so I'm like two to three drinks in at this point. And I tell her, hey, I'm going to go get a drink. Do you want one? She's like, no, it's going to take a while if you go there and come back. I have my drink. I've barely been drinking it. Why don't you have my drink? That's what she says. Okay. So I'm like, hey, I'm an Indian guy. You give me anything for free. Fuck it. I'll take it. I don't care who or what it is. Okay. Be cheap. Okay. If anybody else says that you're not, fuck them. They're lying. Be cheap. So anyways, I get a drink. It's not like, you know, she was like spitting into the fucking drink. So anyways, it was barely touched drink. So I take it. So I'm like drinking. I take some heavy gulps of a drink just so that I could build up some courage, okay? So that, you know, I can take things to the next level. And I promise you guys, next 15 minutes, we were dancing, drinking, and I finished a drink. And after that, I'm like, I'm not even shitting you guys. I don't remember a thing. For half an hour, I was seeing colors. My head was spinning. I'm like, oh my God, I need to like go fucking puke. This is so bad. So I go rush to the bathroom and imagine guys, this is the fucking bathroom at Mangoes. Okay, people are pissing everywhere. They don't wash their fucking hands and they are shitting everywhere. I'm mean, like, it is this fucking disgusting. And this is the men's bathroom. I go there. I am like, oh my God, this is so bad. I puke into the fucking urinal. Urinal. Yes, not even a fucking commode, a fucking urinal. And then I'm like washing myself up, but I cannot actually stand. I'm shaking, I'm seeing things, I fall down on the floor and some two guys actually, some two guys actually push me to the side and put me <laughs> in the beginning of the, you know, at the entrance of the fucking bathroom as if I am like a peddler waiting for some handouts. Anyways, I was on the fucking floor of mangoes. This is fucking disgusting. Okay, I don't even know why I'm sharing this, but you'll get to the good part. There I am waiting for my friends to come and save me. Three hours later, that's what they say. I only thought it was like half an hour. They tell me that I wasn't to be found for three hours. And then they pick me up, put me in the car. Then I puke again, not in the car, thankfully. Then I take, they take me to this like jam-packed house. I go there, puke again, then go to bed. Next day morning, I get up then it fucking hits me like a ton of bricks. I have a huge headache, I feel bad, but then I realize that I was drugged. I don't think so the girl tried to drug me because clearly all she had to do was just be like, hey, you wanna get it on? I would have just said, yes ma'am, in a thousand times yes. Okay, I think some dickwad has spiked her drink. Okay, and she didn't drink her drink, and then she gave me the drink and like, a dick that I am, I just drank the whole thing without giving it back to her, which was a, you know what, in hindsight, which is a great move, because had she had that alcohol too, God forbid what would have happened. So then immediately I go to the bathroom, check my asshole. Yes, guys, you heard it right. I checked my fucking asshole because I thought I was fucking rupee and raped. You know, I never, you never know these things. So 
Anyways, the moral of this story is I was so fucking desperate to get some action that I just took a drink from a random stranger don't even know, go to the shady fucking bar, end up on the fucking bathroom in mangoes for all we fucking know and then it fucking hit me I should, it should have actually realized this a lot longer but clubs are not my scene okay? I only bring this up because first time when I came to the United States they took me out to this club in Houston, in Rice Village it's uh, near Texas Medical Center and I am not telling you guys that I'm a big flirtatious guy or I'm very good with girls or anything by any means I am far from it and most of my Indian immigrant friends and most of my other immigrant friends from other uh, states also struggle while I see these American boys and American brought up guys and they have no fucking fear they just go talk to a person and be like hey do you want to dance with me Hey, do you want to go out? Do you want to take my number? They come up with cheesy fucking lines. I'm like the fucking confidence. And all I end up doing, or most of my friends and who have been here, again, don't get me wrong, guys. A lot of Indian kids who are coming these days, they're much fucking better than us. And I think I was much fucking better than all my cousins who came before me. We always used to fucking take a drink and stare at people. Because all we were told by Bollywood, which is our Indian cinema was to stare a lady down or run after her and start singing with a fucking guitar in your hand that then that's how you get the girl so that's what we were all thought so basically since I didn't have a fucking guitar all I was left with had a drink in my hand and staring people down and be like hey and awkwardly smiling at them <laughs> hopefully hoping that they would you know do something but I was always so fucking scared to ask people out because and all of my American friends like my buddy Steve he was always like Man, why don't you just go ask her what's the worst that could happen? I'm like, Steve, I could fucking die. I could ask her, hey, do you want to go out? And she could say no, and I could just drop dead. My dick would be fucking hurt. My heart would blast into fucking pieces. You don't know all of this, Steve. Okay, so stop fucking with me. So it's, I think it's a confidence issue, but things got better. And as a teaser for the next episode that's going to come, my fiance and my future wife is actually American. She is from Kansas City. So there is at least one person who likes chocolate milk in Kansas City. I am the chocolate milk. <laughs> and, and I want to tell you guys all about how I met her and how things are moving or how we got to this position from me being a shy Indian boy and now revealing the topic for the entire podcast that I already spoke about was dating. Right? Dating is so fucking different when I was in college to when I was in school and when I was in Kansas City to when I am, you know, five years in Kansas City. See, I have evolved and I have seen so many other people evolve. But when I first came, I was just scared. Like Steve said, what the fuck or what was the worst thing that could have happened? And like I said, I thought I would fucking die if somebody said no. But things got better. I adapted to the scenario. And I could tell you guys, I have been more welcome here than I was back at home. And I'm not saying uh, that I didn't have any luck at home or nothing like that. I didn't have a girlfriend back home. We had a few good months. But I thought, funny guys, and I think myself funny. Sorry guys for the delay, had some technical difficulties. Anyways, what I was trying to say is I was more lucky in the United States of America 
clearly because I have a lovely fiance and a future wife and uh, I guess that's it for today and I will talk to you some more in part two about how I got to meet her and some more intricacies and some more in-depth perceptions from my side regarding dating and marriages and weddings and I think a lot of people will be excited to hear about that when I say a lot maybe double digits <laughs> anyways guys be safe out there good luck with whatever you want to do if you like this content please give a five star review if not you don't like it please leave me the fuck alone do not leave a bad review or bad stars because I your boy cannot take criticism man thank you take care